0: Welcome back to Fantasy OT. Today, we're gonna talk about three running back handcuffs that you need to target. Starting off our list, the man that was the RB5 from weeks 15 through 18, averaging 17.1 points a game. I'm talking about Tyler Algier. Algier may be one of the only rookies to go over a thousand yards and still have a replacement drafted in the first round at that the following year. While you may feel a little bad for him, all is not lost. Atlanta attempted to run the ball a league-high 559 times, leaving plenty of opportunity for Algier to make his mark this year. They drafted Bijan Robinson, who was a true dual threat back, and even if they managed to give Robinson 300 carries, that leaves plenty of room for Algier to carve out a role as a weekly flex or a low-end RB2. While Algier doesn't really offer much as a receiver, he is pretty efficient on the ground, averaging 4.9 yards a carry in his rookie season. So I would imagine he's going to get a lot of that first and second down work. And if something were to happen to Robinson, that would catapult Algier into low-end RB1 territory. Let's not forget that Atlanta is arguably a top 7 O-line behind Chris Lindstrom, making them arguably top 3 in terms of run blocking. As long as Arthur Smith is the head coach, I think Algier is definitely going to have a role. Currently, Algiers being drafted around the end of the 11th round in standard and half PPR leagues, which I think is a good spot. But in full PPR leagues, I would definitely target him towards the end of the 13th round and beyond. Up at number two, the man of great strength and the former Oklahoma Sooner, Samaji Pirine. From weeks 11 through 13, when he started for Joe Mixon, Pirine was the RB2 in PPR, averaging a little bit under 24 points a game. I mean, that's probably what netted him his two-year deal with Denver. But needless to say, Piran has proven that he's a very capable back. It was a little surprising to me, given how Washington used him, that Cincinnati had him relegated to just third down work and a pass-catching specialist. So I think now we're going to see him get back to what he did in Washington. We'll see him being utilized on first and second downs and, of course, on third downs as well. But he has a lot of things working in his favor. For starters, and most obviously, Javante Williams is coming off of a catastrophic knee injury. And I don't care how glowing the reports are about how his recovery is, I would have a tough time thinking that the Broncos won't ease their star back into play and that Piran will probably get leaned on a little bit more heavily, at least to start the season. And if something were to ever happen to Williams and he would have missed time, then Piran would be a set it and forget it RB1. Let's just say that Williams is back up to speed. I still think that Piran should be at this number two spot. And that's mainly because of Sean Payton. Payton has shown a commitment to the run since taking over the Broncos. They signed Mike McGlinchey, they signed Ben Powers, They've signed three pass-blocking tight ends, namely Chris Manhurts. So obviously they're going to want to run the ball this year, take pressure off Russell Wilson, and commit to the run just like he did when he was in New Orleans. We've seen him do it with a committee of players when he was over there, and I don't see why he won't bring that same mindset to Denver. With the upgrades to the O-line, I actually think that Piran's already a low-end RB2 with touchdown upside. He's currently being drafted in the ninth round, and I think that's appropriate. Top in our list, the man they call Quadzilla, a.k.a. the Quadfather, A.J. Dillon. If you were like me, you drafted A.J. Dillon last year with some lofty expectations, and for most of the year, he let you down. But if you were patient, he definitely rewarded you. From weeks 1 through 12, he was the RB35. Pretty bad. I think he had a 10-game stretch of no touchdowns at all. But then, from weeks 13 onward, he ended up wrapping up the season as an RB19. And let's not forget, week 14 was Green Bay's bye, so that brought down his average. He likely would have finished in the top 12 had he had a game that week. All of this to say is I think he's actually still a great pick. He has a number of things working in his favor as well. Most notably, he is the number one handcuffed Aaron Jones. If Aaron Jones misses time or is limited in any capacity, Dylan's value would catapult. Next, I think Matt Lafleur is definitely going to want to protect his young quarterback. I think he's going to try to take as much as he can off of Jordan Love's plate. And what that usually means is leaning into the run game. So I think we're going to see Dylan get called on a lot more than he did last year, both in the running game and the receiving game. And speaking of the receiving game, he didn't score a touchdown last year through the air, which was a little surprising. His receptions were down, his yards were down. So I would expect some positive regression in that area. The last thing working in Dylan's favor is the fact that he plays at Lambeau. And we all know how games are won in the winter. You got to run the ball. So I would imagine in those conditions with a messed up field and weather, that's not going to be very conducive to good passing, they're going to lean into Dylan, their big back a little bit more than they'll lean into Jones. So if you're patient and you can keep him on your roster, I don't think he's a bad pick at all. I think he'll actually be better than he was during that first one to 12 week spot this year. And I think he'll actually be able to maintain somewhat of a stable floor, especially with there not being any more Aaron Rodgers drama. Right now, he's being drafted around the eighth round, which I think is pretty appropriate as well. If you can get him there, I think that's a pretty good value. Those are three running back handcuffs I think you should definitely target during this year's draft. Please subscribe and leave your thoughts on who you think we should target in the comments below.